from RF Smart. This is Taking Inventory, a podcast all about better controlling your supply chain and improving inventory management. Now your host, Abby Bennett. Welcome back to Taking Inventory with RF Smart. I am your host, Abby Bennett. We are here with RF Smart team member of mine, Kevin Gall, and Gary Safadi, Chief Technology Officer at Green Rabbit, which is an RF Smart customer. So, Kevin and Gary, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Abby. Thank you, Abby. Good to be here. I think our listeners are going to gain a lot from this conversation. We are going to talk about RF Smart Green Rabbit partnership and how RF Smart shipping specifically has improved their warehouse experience. So, Gary, start us off today. Tell us a little bit about your role at Green Rabbit and share with the audience what your company does. Green Rabbit is a 3PL company. We do cold shipping to consumers. We are a B2C business. I like to simplify it saying that everything that happens from the time you say buy it now until the package shows up at your doorstep is inside our domain and our responsibility. My role at Green Rabbit is the entire infrastructure and software that allows us to pick, pack, and ship for our products. Back in 2015, when I joined the company, we didn't have a lot of control over everything that was going on. So we started to bring more software solutions into the company. And it was my responsibility to vet out those solutions, implement those solutions and maintain them on a daily basis. And for people who don't know cold shipping, what does that all entail? What are some of the considerations that us as in consumers maybe never think of? Nobody likes to get a floppy-eared bunny rabbit for Easter. When you order the chocolate bunny rabbit and you want it to come, it's really simple when you go to the supermarket, you go to a grocery store, a chain store, you can buy the item, you bring it home and everything's taken care of. But what people fail to realize is that when you're taking it from a warehouse and trying to send it to somebody's final destination, it's going to go through a truck, it's going to go through a source center, it's going to go through multiple carriers, it's going to go on a plane potentially. And our responsibility is making sure that that product is shipped in the same state and status as to when we received it. So if we pick it and we put it in a box and we need to put some sort of thermal protection around it or ice packs around it to maintain the integrity of the product, we're going to figure out what is the best way and the most economical way to ship that product to the end consumer so they have the best user experience. One of my favorite parts of working at RSmart is hearing just the cool things our customers do, things that as a consumer you never think about. And obviously that's very important. And I'm sure the buddies and the children on Easter, thank you for that. Kevin, share a bit about your role at RSmart. I'm Kevin Gall. I'm the product manager for RSmart Shipping. It's a parcel shipping product focused on the NetSuite shipper. Well, it is great to have you both here. Gary, start us off by telling us a little bit about when your partnership with RSmart started. The RF Smart partnership actually precedes my tenure at Green Rabbit. When I joined the company full-time in 2015, and I had done some consulting work before that, RF Smart had already been part of the infrastructure of our company. We relied on RF Smart for picking our orders. We still rely on them for inventory management and receiving and put away. So RF Smart has been here for 10 plus years and involved with quite a bit in many aspects of our company. And it's a cool customer story. So you implemented our warehouse management system, our smart WMS, and then you started to move forward in optimizing your endpoint in the warehouse, which is your shipment. So Gary, what did your shipping process look like before you implemented the RF smart shipping product? 
We had a couple of very custom packouts, Abby, where we would have to go through and manually mark items. We would have to go through and do lookups by UPC and scanning. It was a very, very manual process. And being a manual process, it was prone to errors because humans will make mistakes. They could transpose digits or miss a digit. And it just took a lot of time. And we actually had a site visit where our account manager, sales team, and integration people came together with RFSmart and said, listen, this is what we're doing. What do you have for us? And they said, RF shipping is really a solution that you can invoke here and get benefit from. We, in a very short period of time, were able to launch RFSmart shipping in our first warehouse and have been utilizing it now in multiple in all three of our warehouses. And it has tremendously cut back both on user error as well as performance and timing. Cost per unit is one of the big metrics that I'm sure your audience is well aware of. To be able to pick, pack, and ship and make a customer happy is great, but to be able to do it in an economical fashion and in a profitable manner is far more important. Absolutely. It's great to hear that you're having those successes. And we'll talk a little bit more about that functionality in a few moments. Kevin, let's bring you in. We've heard about Gary working with our team. For listeners who don't know, we worked with over 100 customers to really nail down what those pain points are and how our product can help solve them on the shipping side based on their real world supply chain needs. So Kevin, from a product perspective, how do you make sure we fulfill those promises we make to our customers during the sales process and then beyond with our customers? My entire career prior to this was on the other side, was on Gary's side of the aisle, working in large-scale supply chain operations in various roles. And one thing that's clear, as Gary noted, is cost per unit. It's our jobs as supply chain professionals to get the right product to the right place at the right time and at the right cost. And you need to nail all of those to be successful. That was a huge part of that journey. We're continuously trying new ways of ensuring our customers' ongoing success and through one of those experiments, we found that Gary and his team may have been using our software in what we thought was an unexpected way. And so we just asked some questions and tried to figure out if Gary and his team would be open to a quick conversation so we could understand more about what they were doing. And that's what brought us together. And I think that's one of the exciting topics we're going to talk about here today. Yeah, that's a great segue because Gary, I wanted to ask you, you've been live on the product and then you get in touch with Kevin, who's for lack of a better term, the creator of the solution and the one adding functionality with our team. What did that mean to you, having someone reach out, really wanting to understand how you use the technology and how it was working for your warehouse? I was appreciative of Kevin's efforts to reach out because what had happened was he flat out told us you're using the software wrong. You're just not getting out of it what you need to get out of it. And that's what I need. I have always been of the mindset that everything is a partnership. And you only get benefit out of something if there's communication in both directions. And there's a lot of people out there that go out and they buy software solutions. And the communication with your account manager happens once a year during a renewal. The problem is that businesses are continuously growing and morphing on a daily basis. And you need to have that constant feedback loop. So we have a conversation earlier this year. We implement the software. We're all excited. We're moving forward and we're more optimal. We were like, okay, we're doing better. And they're like, yes but you're not doing the best. And that's what Kevin and the team came in and said, you really need to be doing this and we need to understand. And they did a walkthrough and they looked at what we're doing and we shared video of the entire process. And they're like, you're going to change this. We're going to work together on this. And we came to a more optimal solution. And it's very akin to just keep continuously fine-tuning this process until you get it to the point where it is most efficient. You could build the absolute best tool for anybody. But if you don't 
follow up with them to make sure they're utilizing the tool the proper way. You need to follow up with the user to see how they're using it. Hey, this is a rush order. Oh, we're out of corrugate. We're changing priorities. You know, we don't have this. Every day is going to be a deviation from the straight line. And RF Smart Shipping allows us to deviate without losing any efficiency. Such an encouraging story to hear. It's not just about the software. It has to be capable, but it is about how you apply it, how you continue to leverage the customizations, the functionality, and then ultimately leaning on supply chain experts to continue to grow the use of that product in your warehouse. Has this been consistent with your other software experiences? I mean, in an ideal world, every relationship should be like that, but not every company is equipped to do that, nor do they really have the mindset that they want to do that. One of the things that I've appreciated with the relationship with our smart over the years is that even when you are developing new software on your side, you were reaching out to us and it may not have been something we needed or something we needed at the time, or we could be an early adapter to it, but you were asking for input. You were asking for feedback. We've always appreciated the fact that things were bounced off of us and RF Smart was always also receptive to our conversations because there are things that we have asked for in RF has said, that's not really what we are. We're not going to also have coffee brewing on the side of the machine. You know, that's not our forte, but here are things that we are phenomenally good at and you need to take advantage of. And I want to talk a little bit about the tangible results that came from this because there's some really exciting things from a functionality perspective. The previous solution that your team was using for shipping didn't actually have the ability to really make customizations on the fly. Is that right, Gary? Correct. It was very rigid. It was a system that we've had in place in different permutations for over 10 years. Didn't allow for customization, didn't allow for us to handle things. It didn't even allow for us to reach out to the support team and ask for deviations or customizations. And most importantly, did not give us any control over things like packing slips. And packing slips, as people know, are very essential because it's telling you sometimes when it's a gift, dear grandma, we love you. It's nice to get a, a package in the mail, but if you don't know where it came from, it's concerning. If you're being told something's being delivered, you're not sure what the contents are. If you've ordered multiple items and there's only one piece in the shipment and another one is coming, where it tells you it's one of two. And the other thing that we see too is that seasonally, come Black Friday up until the end of the year, a lot of the larger companies will change their support number just because of the number of calls they will be receiving. And we need to be fluid enough to just change the 800 number or the web link or things like that. And that's a very small window. We're talking six weeks of where it's changed and then changed back. And if I reach out and say, I need this change, great, it's two to four weeks to make it. And worse, it's X dollars to do it. That window closes before we can optimize it. So having the ability to do some of our own configuration development were pieces of why we went forward with the product. Yeah. And tell users, what does that process look like? It's inherent into the system. You can create those packing slips. How quickly does that happen for your users when you need to make a slight tweak like that? Uh, those are pretty much instantaneous. It really is a real-time type of change. We can make that change very quickly. And if somebody were to reach out this morning and say, hey, we have a new 800 number, packages going out tomorrow would have that new 800 number on it, if not sooner. Also, the number of packing slips that we had to create for the initiative to get everything up and running by the end of Q3, within a week, every one of our customers had new packing slips created and put into our test environment for validation. So it was a very fast process. And once we went through it a couple of times and were taught how to do it, it was something we owned and we didn't have to reach out for support. That's great. Talking about the ease of use, what does it look like for your team? How quickly are you shipping and what is the use like for the end user? We have about two thirds, if not more of our processing time off of shipping by moving to the RF Smart Shipping solution. 
when we first got it, we started at a very high level. We had a manager of operations. We had warehouse managers. We had people that were with the company for 10 years. And we thought, let's make sure that we bring our subject matter people in that know what's going on and know all the pieces. And after we were up and running and we started training the shift supervisors and then the actual operators on the floor, we can take a new hire. We can take somebody from another department and literally within 10 minutes, show them everything they need to know to make them efficient so that they're able to use the package and process at a very high rate of efficiency and consistency. So Kevin, let's walk back a little bit. For our listeners who don't know, RSmart Shipping has a rules engine that allows you to essentially add custom rules or build off of rules that are already inherent to the system. Kevin, will you tell a little bit about what that is so we can share Gary's use case? Sure. I think it's probably most helpful for our listeners to understand why it is too. So walking all the way back to the beginning, this is software built by supply chain nerds for supply chain nerds. And so what that means is a few philosophies are pervasive throughout our software. One, if you don't have the authority to change your FedEx contract to pay for next day air for every single package that goes out the door, you shouldn't have to make those kind of decisions. What we want to do is take those decisions completely out of the hands of people that shouldn't be spending their time making them. So that's one of the whys. The other why is pervasive in good supply chain management is what's called a preferred work method the idea that you have some process you've studied very well and you've determined that there's a best way to do it. And we want to have consistency of process. And the rules engine is the ability to create rules. You could even use our custom rule editor that can create if-then statements. You can throw these things on different playlists, sequence them, schedule them, assign them to stations, and turn them on and off as you see fit. The purpose for all of these, though, is to take all of that out of the hands of the shipper so the shipper can be shipping. A lot of that why is what brought Gary and I together. I think Gary was probably a little more candid than I was in saying, you're not getting the most out of the software, which is really why we were there. Their willingness to go on the journey with us was their willingness to grab a cell phone and put us on a Zoom call and walk us out to the warehouse. That's what it is, why it is, and how we can work together to make sure that everybody else has that same experience. So it's very much a two-way street. Absolutely. Gary, what are some of those rules that you created and are leveraging at your shipping station? One of the most essential rules we have is just when we can actually ship a product. And that is carrier driven, because if we're going to be sending a parcel out today on a Friday, on a Tuesday, on a Thursday, or whatever the day of the week it is, it's going to be problematic if the carrier can't live up to the expectation. We can ship any product Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday via the ground network in two days in transit, and it will make it to the end destination in time. Now, if we're going to be sending it out there and it turns out to be a commercial location, a lot of businesses are not open on a Saturday and a Sunday. So if I'm going to ship a two-day transit on a Thursday, two-day transit on Thursday does not mean Saturday delivery. It means most likely Monday delivery or in worst case, Tuesday delivery. And if our thermal packaging is now going to be out there for five days, we're going to run into issues. So we have different rules. Can I ship something on Thursday? No. What if it's going to a residential address? You can ship it on a Thursday if it's residential. But what if it's going to a commercial, but it's only one day in transit? We can do that too. I always joke that when you do software development and everything, doing the add functionality and the delete functionality is very, very simple, but 80% of it is the edit functionality and the exception handling and everything. And RF shipping is exception handling. It lets us come up with all of, of the different rules that we need to, when can we ship it? Uh, how can we package it? How much ice or dry ice can we put into it? All of those types of things where we can also set limitations because 
the, the customization of the rules and the ability to build it the exact right way to do it the most efficient way, not only from the labor cost, but from the packaging cost, and also in terms of just the throughput is just essential. And that's why these rules were so important to us. Gary touched on something that's near and dear to my heart, which is it depends. How do you ship this package? It depends. It sounds like we've been able to help Gary and his team remove the it depends from the shippers process, which is music to my ears. Absolutely. Our goal, our mission is to transform our customers and change lives. And it's really wonderful to hear a story where you and your team are having such a positive user experience. So that makes their life better, makes the customer's life better, helps your business grow. We're really grateful that we get to share in that partnership with you. What do you think is the most beneficial piece of this software for your shippers and your team? It's a tough one, Abby. It kind of like saying when that circular saw blade is spinning, which tooth is the sharpest because they're all good and they're all doing something and they're all adding value. We're a very cyclic business and we grow. In the summer, we have peak seasons, we have slow seasons, and we staff accordingly. So from a company standpoint, the most beneficial piece is just the ease of use and the lack of a barrier to entry that we can get people in there and operating inefficient and doing the job right. Because the other thing too is to pick, pack, ship, and send an item out is great. But if you send the wrong item or you miss an item or you mispackage it, it is a terrible experience. And with social media, your reputation is only as good as the last shipment that went out. So it's nice to be able to rely on not only the the people, but more importantly, the tools that they're using. It's for the scalability, it's the onboarding of new people. From a tech side, selfishly, it's the ability to not have to go through and reach out and ask for customizations and work through a test cycle and deployment cycles and get into a roadmap and then negotiate statements of work and try to figure out timelines and everything. We have a tech resource trained to go in very quickly and make the changes again, real time and get benefits. So from all the teeth, I say those are probably the two sharpest that make the biggest difference for me. That's awesome to hear. This has been a great conversation. I'm so looking forward to seeing how this partnership grows as Green Rabbit continues to grow. So Gary and Kevin, thank you again for joining us today. For our listeners, please check out the Green Rabbit website. I will link it below and check out their services. And as always, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Google, and Spotify, as well as on our website at rfsmart.com slash podcasts, where you can sign up for our email reminders. Thank you again for joining us today, and we hope to connect again on the next one. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Gary. Again, this is really energizing. Thank you very much for the time today. Enjoy speaking with you. 